<clears throat> Welcome to Daf Highlights, Brachos Daf 36. Question, what is some item that there's a machlekes that you can make on three different brachos? Answer, an orange peel. According to the Mugin of Ram, some people compare the bracha to orange peel to the bracha of slaf shells and assign both the bracha of hadama. This is, according to the Mugin is incorrect. He holds that orange peels, that without the peel, the orange would not survive. Therefore, the peel of an orange qualifies as a shomer, and therefore the bracha is to be recited as ha'etz. According to the Taz, the bracha of the orange peel is hadama, because Shulchan Aruch rules that the shell of tzlaf is hadama. Uh, that's a caper bush. The fact that the peel of the orange is indispensable, and therefore a shomer, will germane when arla is immaterial as far as bracha is concerned. According to Ali Rabba, the bracha on orange peels is shahakal, since no one would eat them plain. They're only eaten with sugar and honey, and therefore the sweetener of the main ingredient and is determined of the bracha. She says the bracha is shahakal, but for a different reason, because this is the rule, that anything that is not a fruit only becomes a fruit through processing. For example, most of the crop is processed in a way that after processing, the bracha is eats. Most of the crop is not processed. For example, orange peels, which are most often discarded and not processed, and even when they're processed, the bracha is shahakal. Now, it's to be noted that even though Eliyoro and Chanesh come to the same conclusion that it's, uh, orange peels are shahakal, they're for different arguments. The Eliyoro considers peels to be a tough while Chanesh maintains that even if peels are on the mainstay, the bracha is shahakal. So Daf starts off that what's the bracha when you make eat flour? So Rehuda says it's bayri prihadama, and Rehuda says it's shahakal. Now, we're talking about flour that's toasted flour. Obviously, it's not just grind up uh, flour because anyone would agree you don't make a bracha or it's hadama because it's... It's uh, just a flower. Now, Rabbi told Yochanan and Shmuel agree that we're in Yehuda because they say, both say that one makes a bari priya eats on olive oil, even though you change from salt to liquid. So you might say, so then flour, which would change from salt to powder, the bari priya dama should remain as well. And one says, no, you can't compare the two because maybe the oil that's the main purpose of the olives is the olive oil. So that's why you make a eats. But since flour is not the main purpose of wheat, because you eventually have a third step of bread, therefore, shahakal should be made. So the question is, first we say that Rav Zerah in the name of Nassim and Rishmuel said that Shahakal is made on barley flour, but doesn't mention wheat, So, which is more precision than barley must be, because you have to make an inference that wheat flour needs hadama. So the answer, so we say, right, because we said on barley flour, make Shahakal must be wheat flour is hadama. So the answer is no, really, wheat flour needs Shahakal as well. But the rice would have mentioned wheat, we would have thought that barley flour needs no bracha at all because it's unhealthy for you. Now with regards to the bracha for eating the soft part of Palm tree, hearts of palms. Rabbi Huda says one makes the berry prihadama since it's considered a fruit. And Shmuel says it's shahakal since it will eventually be hardened into wood, and therefore it's not, it, since it gets too hard, that's what shahakal. So Shmuel says to Rabbi Huda, I'll bring you a proof that the sheet that makes sense because the hadama is made on radish, even though it eventually hardens like wood. So Gomorrah says, no, you can't compare radish to hearts of palm because radishes are planted to eat, whereas the hearts of palm is not planted to eat the soft part of the tree. You don't plant that, so that's why maybe it would be a shahakal. That's why I have to tell you that it's, according to beauty, you would say it's uh, a wood. It's hadama. Now, uh, what is the question is what is this uh, caper bush it has many edible parts but it's planted for the berries yet you make a hadama on the parts although it's not the purpose of the planting so the answer is Nachman Bar Yisduk says no a caper bush is planted to eat when whatever is edible and therefore you make hadama but a palm tree is not planted if you eat it to eat the hearts of palm then that's why it damages the tree and that's why you make shakal and although Shmuel prays Rabbi Hudashita the halacha still follows Shmuel that you make a shakal on on uh, hearts of palm. Yehuda said in the name of Rav says that regards to the, the tzlaf tree of Arla, Chutzlaris, which Arla is only Drabanan. You can eat the shells of the berries, but not the berries themselves. So you have to throw out the berries, and even though we're mach, we're, so the Bryce question is that the Bryce says one makes a ha'etz on the shell of the berries, so it must be considered a fruit. 
So, if so, how could you be eating it during Arla? If you make shak on the shells, you have to be considered fruits. So, answer. Rav holds like Rav Akiva, who is more mako, and says that the shells have no chi of a meiser because they're not fruits. So, we can, in, in Chutz Aritz, you can hold uh, more mako shita outside in, in Arla. Now, he didn't say that the halacha follows Rav Akiva. Why didn't he just say the halacha follows like Rav Akiva? Why do you have to give a case of caper bush? Because we would think that it follows him even in Artisol. You might think that he teaches us that in Chutz Aritz, we follow the view that is lenient in Artisol. For the teacher, the Allah follows like him Chuzar, even regarding something that is the rice in Arsal, like Arla, and not only for something that is Rabbana, like the Meiser. Ravina Samar Rashi and Chuzar is following the Shid Rakiwa, either he ate the shells and threw away the berries of the caber bush of Arla. Ravina asked, since we follow the Mako, we should just follow Beishama, who's even more Mako. It says, Slav, he wasn't even sure. It's a possible vegetable, and therefore he should not even be subject to Arla, even mid Rabbana. So, my Ravashi says, no, Shid, the Beishama, when opposed by Beis Hill, is considered to be non existent. You can't, it's not even a Shita, and you can't be followed even as a Mako. Rekiva could be followed when opposed to Rabbi Elezer, it doesn't make a sheet uh, non existent. Question is Arla applies to the shell of a fruit as well as the fruit itself. So Arla has both. Uh, it applies to the shell and the fruit. So although this capable shell is not considered a fruit, it should be ushered to eat as the shell itself. You're not allowed to eat the shell. So answer is Rava says a shell that falls off the fruit before it's attached from the ground is not ushered as a shell for purposes of Arla. And the shell of this caper bush falls off before it's detached. Question is, if I ask, a mission says the shell of a pomegranate has a din of a shell for all the purposes, even though we know it falls off before it's detached from the ground like this caper bush. So the answer is, Rav, my answer is a pomegranate shell remains in the fruit until it's ripe. So the key part here is the ripeness, and therefore it's considered a shell for the purpose of Arla. But a caper bush shell falls off before it gets ripe, and that's why it's not considered a shell for the purposes of Arla. Arla is different than by brachas. Now in the name of Rav, Rav says a shell of a date is also for Arla, even though it falls off before ripening. So we see that ripening doesn't play a, a role here. So Nachman's answer is there. Nachman holds like a Yaisi of a mission that unripe date is considered to be a fruit, and therefore the shell is a fruit of a fruit for Arla purposes. And Rav holds like a Rabbanan that unripe fruits are not considered sh- fruit for Arla purposes. Now, question on the Simonel asked the Rabbanan only argue with about unripe grapes. You can't, that machlaik is that we're talking about Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Huda only are return, referring to grapes, but he agrees that other unripe fruits are considered fruit for Arla, meaning that the shells would be shells and would therefore prohibit the caper but shells. So, and Rava answers that shells, us, are only the fruit can't survive without it. Uh, Slav berry, a uh, caper bush can live without the shell, and therefore. Shell is not usher as Arla and Chutzlars. Now, regarding to the bracha for eating pepper, Rabbi Shesha says makes a shackle. And Rabbi says that no bracha is made at all because it's not fit to be eaten, therefore, you're not even high for eating on your kipper. We're talking about in that case where it's dried. So, questions I read says that our mayor says the pepper tree is chayv in Arla. This means it was fruit which is fruit fit to eat. And therefore, you would have to make a bracha. So the answer is when it moist, then you can eat it, which is what the Bryce is referring to when you have to make a bracha and you're having a kibber. And when it's dry, it's not fit to eat, which is Rava was referring to. And this answer, because I have a ginger also, similar question, it depends if it's dry or moist. In regard to the bracha for eating a mixture of flour, honey, and oil, a chavitz, and a daisa, also a type of a farina or whatever, which is made in a similar fashion, mixed and cooked with a lot of honey. Huda says, well, it makes the shahakal because the honey is the main ingredient. Rav Kana says, no, he makes the bread name of because flour is the main ingredient. And anything that has a flower, you have to make a sense. Rabbi says, Rokahana Shita seems to be correct, but Rav and Shmuel both say that any mixture which contains one of the five grains required the making of a Brahman name of Zion. So you have to make a Brahman name of Zion. 